Welcome to Art of the Kickstart, your source for crowdfunding campaign success. I'm your host, Roy Morjan, president of Inventus Partners, the top full-service turnkey product development and crowdfunding marketing agency in the world. We have helped startups raise over $100 million for our clients since 2010. Each week, I'll interview a crowdfunding success story, an inspirational entrepreneur, or a business expert in order to help you take your startup to the next level with crowdfunding. Art of the Kickstart is honored to be sponsored by Backerkit and the Gadget Flow. Backerkit makes software that crowdfunding project creators use to survey backers, organize data, and manage orders for fulfillment by automating your operations and helping you print and ship faster. The Gadget Flow is a product discovery platform that helps you discover, save, and buy awesome products. It is the ultimate buyer's guide for luxury gadgets and creative gifts. Now let's get on with the show. Welcome to another edition of Art of the Kickstart. Today I am joined by Joel Paglioni with The Levitating X. Joel, thank you so much for joining us today. Hey, Roy. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. So you launched a Kickstarter campaign a few weeks ago. You and I met in person uh, at the International Home and Houseware Show in your hometown of Chicago. Let's talk about the, the campaign and where everything started for you. What, what's the backstory on Levitating X? Sure, yeah. I, uh, I grew up in Canada. I went to engineering school, finished my MBA. And really, my journey in uh, entrepreneurship started back in, uh, in 2008 when I started working for a defense contractor who recruited me to... Uh, to Chicago, we were uh, building MRAPs and armored vehicles for the U.S. military and other militaries of our allies around the world. And during the war times, you know, a lot of our team, uh, you know, we're, we were working on uh, some of the most important uh, military programs out there in terms of uh, you know Afghan war, Iraq war, and really changed the face of that war uh, with this vehicle that they, that uh, a lot of our uh, team had a first hand in, in designing including me, which was the uh, MRAP. It was a uh, armored vehicle with a V-shaped hull that would uh, diffuse the uh, energy of an IED or an underground mine uh, under the vehicle. So previous armored vehicles had a flat hull. Uh, so when you ran over an IED, it would be detrimental to the vehicle and to the, the soldiers and warfighters that were inside, uh, whereas our V-shaped hull would uh, diffuse the energy and, and tip the vehicle over as opposed to um, having a flat bottom and, and uh, a catastrophic event. So uh, I, my real um, introduction into product development and at a macro level through that experience. And I wanted to, uh, after the, uh, the war uh, died down and we, uh, the sequester happened, a lot of our team went off and started doing our own thing. And uh, as part of that, I started developing, developing my own products, started looking into things that I really was interested and passionate about. And my first product was the Oak Bottle, which was Born from a uh, experience I had at my family winery in Canada, uh, I was walking through my family winery with my uncle, and I said to my uncle Santino, "Hey, why do we put uh, so much? Or how how do we transfer all of our wine, and why are we doing this from our our steel vets or va- uh, vessels to all these individual oak barrels? Why don't we put it all in one big barrel? It would save a lot of time transferring wine from uh, one vessel to another." And he said, what you don't understand, Joel, is the smaller the vessel, the faster the oak infusion. And that's when I started to uh, look into what is the smallest possible oak vessel we could create. And that is the actual bottle made of oak. 
So I launched the Oak Bottle. It uh, it was very successful on Kickstarter. This was probably three years ago uh, now, and um, it works through service area to volume ratio optimization. So essentially, we've created the world's fastest uh, oak barrel, and it's uh, uh, we've had um, our first experience again three years on uh, Kickstarter and gained a lot of momentum. And what happened was the oak bottle took off in uh, the the beverage industry, and especially with bartenders and world class bartenders around the world. So they started using using it in uh, in bartending competitions. And uh, so getting exposed to these uh, bartending competitions where they were utilizing the oak bottle to speed up the aging process for uh, various cocktails like Negronis and Old Fashions, I realized there was a need for maybe a spectacle around the cup. It seemed like there was a lot of really cool things going on in plating in restaurants and Michelin Guide restaurants out there, but nothing around that was centering around the cup itself. So I decided that I would create a levitating cup uh, for use in these competitions, and that's where it started. So the levitating cup was uh, developed out of uh, out of that experience, um, stemming from the original product, the Oak Bottle. And uh, after launching the levitating cup on Kickstarter uh, a year ago, we had such tremendous uh, support from everyone that we decided that uh, we would develop the, the levitating design lab, which would center around creating levitating products of all kinds in all categories that would utilize a common levitating um, electromagnetic suspension base uh, because there's some pretty cool boutique uh, designers out there developing levitating products, but there's really been, I, I found that there, there was a lack of uh, a central company focusing on levitating products of all kinds, not just small design projects with a particular use. We wanted to create a company that would allow you to pick if you wanted to levitate a plate one day and then switch to a cup and then utilize a plant or decor or jewelry pillows and switch it and constantly be able to develop and buy new products that would float and work with your existing base. So that's kind of you know the concept and how we, uh, we came to where we are right now with the Levitating X project. No, it's an awesome background, Joel, from saving lives to oak bottles and levitating cups. Truly uh, interesting uh, in terms of background. So, you know, you, you've gone through a few different iterations with a few different products now, and now have kind of settled on the, uh, the levitating labs. Uh, in terms of, you know, taking the levitating cup to, you know, levitating X, where basically you could levitate anything, what did that process look like in terms of, you know, deciding what features to include on, you know, this design and future designs? Well, we learned a lot coming out of the Kickstarter. Um, a lot of feedback from our our, uh, our original, um, you know, supporters. And uh, that's what's so key about crowdfunding is that it's not only do you, does it, does it fund your, your first round of production, but it allows you to kind of utilize that first uh, group of people, those first early adopters to uh, as a sounding board and a way to, to, to finesse and um, iterate your, your products. So uh, we realized, you know, we want to make sure it was absolutely the simplest device in terms of being able to levitate easily and quickly. So we developed uh, levitating assist plates that allow you to very quickly learn how to levitate and, and learn where the sweet spot is in the electromagnetic suspension base because that's that can be a little tricky sometimes. I know there's other products out there where it makes it very difficult for you to find uh, the part, the port, uh, the location above the base where the, um, the the product becomes to or becomes levitating. Uh, so that's 
one aspect of the design that we want to make sure was absolutely very easy to do. So that's the, uh, the there's that. And then the, uh, the developing the products, really, it's how do we take regular activities that people do throughout their daily lives and uh, apply levitation to it? So we didn't want to create uh, you know something that was not useful or could not be used uh, in your home. So we focused on home products. The, the cup, naturally, that uh, uh, ended up developing into the, the plate as well. So you've got the cup and the plate. And then uh, when you look at the levitation and what, what, what other items in your home you could utilize that technology for, naturally you'd think sculptures or uh, decor. Um, and that's where the, uh, the multiple decor items that we developed uh, came from. So we've got the Buddha head, which is a really cool um, 3D-printed resin. Uh, sculpture plus we've got the skeletal leaf design and we've got the uh, skeletal coral design as our first three products and they are available in both white and black uh, and then we've got this jewelry pillow which is another thing that i think uh, is really cool for people who want to uh, show off their jewelry and timepieces uh, in a way that you know allows them because once you once you float the levitating pillow it rotates 360 degrees and it does that almost indefinitely when you hit it or when you, when you rotate it. So it would play very nicely to uh, showing off you know, the spectacle of a, of a beautiful timepiece or, or a ring with diamonds. So, and we think that that's another way to also bridge into the B2B because I think that this could be very applicable to jewelry stores and anyone who has any sort of smaller item that they want to show off 360 degrees of that design. This could be retrofitted into the jewelry displays or just used uh, directly in a case uh, to show off uh, products. Not only jewelry, but anything really that's uh, small enough to, to fit on, on top of the pillow. Absolutely. So you talked a little bit about, you know, your experience with backers. You know, obviously you've run a few campaigns. Uh, how have you gone about managing some of that feedback and promoting it within the campaign and then taking some of that feedback and putting it into the product development side? Well, it's, it's really key to, 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 you know, conduct interviews or, or go and do like a focus group type exercise. So there's some pretty cool tools out there. We utilize Facebook surveys. You can also use, you know, SurveyMonkey just to send some additional information. Also, the survey itself from Kickstarter after the Kickstarter is a good way to get some, um, get clarity on, you know, preferences of your backers, even in, in advance of you producing the, 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 the individual products that you're offering on the Kickstarter. So that's really, really useful. Getting that feedback back in a statistical way where you can, uh, you know, take a look at it and see, you know, what preferences everyone has. Um, and the, and prioritize the, the design aspects and the specs that you want for your, for your product. It's key though, always to make sure that you're not overdeveloping or, or over engineering. You know, some things are better left simple and, uh, especially the first time that you're, you're launching your product. You know, when we first developed the oak bottle, uh, we had friends and family test the product. I went and uh, met with some pretty famous bartenders that were you know, the heads of, of some famous mixology bars in town. And they just that organic direct feedback was so key. And uh, so utilized it as a kind of an alpha or a beta, a beta launch initially. And then, you know, turned that into um, revising and iterating your, your final, your final product design. Yeah, some solid advice for all those first-time entrepreneurs in terms of keeping it simple and focusing on that the biggest challenge that you see that's out there. In talking about the the campaign itself, you know, what are some of the or the product itself? What are some of the challenges that you've encountered while designing this new version of the product? 
Definitely, uh, you know, making sure again that it's very easy to use, and then you know, ensuring that the, the products that we're initially launching are going to work and are cross-functional, so that they kind of apply to a wider uh, group of people, and that's what's key. Some of the niche products that exist out there, I think, are too specific to a certain type of person. Whereas we wanted to create a line that was, you know, gender neutral, that uh, you know, age neutral, that you know, depending on whoever you are, I think that you could you could utilize it in any type of home and any type of environment. Um, and then making sure that we included, you know, universal adapters that could be used anywhere around the world. Absolutely. So, what's the biggest thing that you've learned through this whole process of launching a Kickstarter campaign? I think that you know, it, I, I think we've done. I think I've done four now. You know, you got to make sure that you know you're telling the story, and that you know it's not. In my opinion, I don't think it's as important to have you know a really deep thinking you know storyline behind the product. It could be something that you developed as simple as what happened with me, where we realized there was a need out there, and it was it stemmed from a previous product, and, and utilizing that product, something came up, and you realized that could be a cool product, and you just didn't have the funding to be able to support the initial orders, and you also wanted to utilize the crowdfunding campaign audience to to tweak and and uh, get some good feedback and what better than that a group of people have already um you know have skin in the game and have you know trusted you enough to put uh, money towards it so they're going to be you know the most honest people to give you feedback whether they really like it or not right so story is important i think it's important in terms of getting the product details out there and ensuring that it's very clear and easy to understand what the product is but uh, but not spend too much time worrying about having a really unique uh, you know background or how you know, how it came to be. I think uh, some some Kickstarters. I think that there's too much emphasis on you know you know on the uh, on the whimsicalness of the uh, of the, the storyline. You know, it doesn't need to be that uh, in depth. I think it's I think uh, Kickstarter communities appreciate um, honesty and just being very clear and easy um, or very very. I guess simple in terms of how you describe the product. Uh, one thing I've always kept in mind in any of my products, I've always named the product based on its core function and make it very simple, like the oak bottle. I mean, what what other thing could you call it possibly, right? It's an oak bottle, uh, levitating cup. It's literally a levitating cup. Uh, levitating X, X is a variable and you can plug anything into it. So we've got a levitating plate, levitating decor, levitating plant, um, and X again is a variable. So, I mean, all my products have been very very clear just in its name what it does and then you know uh just that i think in terms of how i approach product development i always make sure that i try to minimize the complexity of the product itself i very very rarely pursue anything that has it has to do with an app which requires constant development anytime a new operating system comes out you constantly have to re relaunch and reiterate on the software i barely ever do anything with electronics except in the case of uh, the Levitating X uh, product and Levitating Cup product, because the electromagnetic suspension technology is fairly mature, and uh, so there's very little risk of you know, serious issue in terms of electronic failure or you know, FCC and CE testing <laughs> certification and all that. So a lot of my products are very simple. I utilize you know, form factor and you know, very little moving parts in order to create function. And when you can com- combine form and function, you've got a winning product. I mean, it's, if it if it works as well as it looks pretty, and uh, and uh, people appreciate it for how beautiful it is, and 
and you can capture that market at the same time the people who want it to work well you know if you do it that if you do that right as well i mean you've got a, a perfect combo absolutely solid advice joel for all of our entrepreneurs and aspiring entrepreneurs that are out there um this gets us into our launch round where i'm going to rapid fire a few questions at you you good to go yeah good to go all right so what inspired you to become an entrepreneur uh, I, I think my experience, you know, seeing, uh, you know, working in the defense industry and, and watching, uh, you know, us save lives through product development. And I wanted to be in charge of my own destiny. I wanted to make sure that, uh, you know, I touch people's lives, whether it's uh, something as serious as what uh, I was doing in the defense industry or something as simple as making people, you know, uh, you know, laugh and have fun in, in their daily lives. So if you could share a beer with any entrepreneur throughout history, who would it be? Definitely Elon Musk. I mean, the guy is doing exactly what I would be doing if I had the money he has in terms of his success. I mean, he's not, uh, you know, baking in the sun somewhere on a tropical island. He's pursuing companies that have purpose. And I, I really respect that. The guy takes a look at a common issue and, uh, simplifies it and, and, um, you know, doesn't set his, doesn't set his, his ceiling, uh, very low. I mean, he'll pursue. You know, he's even talking about space travel. And, and so I, I think that he does things in a practical way, makes it very simple for people. And he doesn't stop at, uh, you know, what he thinks can be done. He goes and pursues and makes sure that he can, uh, you know, that he, he, he gets things done. I, I really, I look at what happens out, out there in terms of other defense type stuff. And I think there's really a simple way to, to solve some of the issues that exist. So I want to, I want to utilize that same kind of core, you know, principle that he has and, uh, and apply it to what I, what I, uh, what I want to pursue. What book is on your nightstand? Uh, the four hour work week. Solid, uh, so solid is, read. Yeah. Solid read. I mean, it does, uh, it talks about the, the new rich and, uh, it talks about uh, being able to make sure that you're, you have the, uh, capability of being wherever you need to be when you need to be there and being able to, uh, you know, divide up your time and, and, uh, focus on, uh, efficiency as opposed to, you know, uh, quality. So, yeah, great read. Where do you see yourself in five years? I hope to be uh, in charge of my own think tank. I'd like to be able to product develop uh, multiple products every every week. I'm a big believer in the law of large numbers, where you flip a coin, you know, ten times, you might get head uh, heads eight times and and tails two times. But if you flip that coin a million times, it'll always be fifty fifty. The odds will always come out. So I believe applying that to product development. The more you develop, the the more chances you are of having a successful product. Um, so I'd love to develop a you know think tank in the Chicago area or wherever I end up uh, being, and uh, we're going to throw as many ideas at the wall as we can and see what sticks and uh, and launch them very quickly and really take take advantage of the probability of success that way. Or maybe see what levitates, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Last question on the launch round: What does the future of crowdfunding look like? Yeah, I, I'm not sure. I, I think that it's going to, I think we're going to see, I, I'm, I'm kind of a little bit disappointed with what's happened with crowdfunding, frankly. You know, I, I see a lot of marketing firms helping entrepreneurs, but I think that there's, there's probably another way to do it. I think that there's probably, you know, more organic, uh, organic projects coming out where it's less emphasis on, on traffic to the page and more emphasis on, you know, the quality of the product and maybe a review at the end of the, the campaign so that, you know, good projects who end up delivering on time, um, get credit for that and, um, the developers get credit for that. Cause I think that there's a lack of, there's a lack of follow up in terms of the success of projects and, and, and allowing the audience to, 
you know, grade that uh, individual developer. Interesting. Well, Joel, you've been great. Please give our audience your pitch. Tell them what you're all about, where they should go, and why they should go buy a Levitating X. You head over to uh, our Kickstarter right now. It's live, uh, and you can search Levitating X for our latest levitating products for your home. And hopefully, uh, you guys will see more products as we develop. And if you come and support us and we're successful, we'll be developing multiple products every month, uh, and there will be fresh and new. So, yeah, come check us out. You can always find my other products uh, on Google, just Googling Oak Bottle or uh, Levitating Cup. Joel, you've been awesome. Audience, thank you again for tuning in. Make sure to visit artofthekickstart.com for all the show notes, a full transcript, links to everything we talked about today. And of course, thank you to our crowdfunding podcast sponsors, The Gadget Flow and Backer Kit. Joel, thank you so much for joining us today. Thanks, Roy. I appreciate it. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Art of the Kickstart, the show about building a better business, world, and life with crowdfunding. If you've enjoyed today's episode, be sure to visit artofthekickstart.com and tell us about it. There you'll find additional information about past episodes and our Kickstarter guide to crushing it. If you've loved this episode, leave us a review at artofthekickstart.com slash iTunes. It helps more inventors and entrepreneurs find the show and helps us get better guests on here to help build your business. If you need a more hands-on crowdfunding strategy, please feel free to request a quote on commandpartners.com. Thanks again for tuning in. We'll see you soon.